Odd Father Podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Hi, this guy here is Chris. He used to be a research scientist in the field of molecular biology until, he reckons, God told him he wanted him to look after a suburban church. And this is Pete, who used to be in commercial media until he became a novelist and started teaching people how to be highly creative. One thing we have in common, we've both met God. Yep, and we love people, but we really love God and we love being his children. But we both find being God's kids can be baffling. So, that's why we got together, not to find the answers, but to try and find the right questions. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. How you doing, Greg? Really well. Still here with us. One more chat. We want to grab you before you head back to Sydney. Yep. Um, Chris is being very, very politically correct, I think, or or nice, and not telling you that in a previous podcast we did mention when people go to hell, oh, it's just like Sydney. But we're not going to bring that up, right? (laughs) That we just we just sweep that up. You promised. (laughs) I think it was actually me that said it. So (laughs) forgive me. (laughs) Now we've established that you are quite a quite a a long lived, well thought out researcher and understander of things biblical. Um, but you, I think, would probably admit that you don't yet know it all. Um, Definitely. So in the next 15 minutes, let's fill in the gaps. <laughs> sure, let's, let's give it a go. Um, Chris was talking um, to us in, in church a few weeks ago about mental health yep. and how churches and, and Western culture is not good with mental health. And I think we all still have that thing about, oh, someone's having a bit of a hard time, steer clear, give them room, um, and all that sort of stuff. Um, we're not good with it. The Bible, I think you pointed out, Chris, that all, all the heroes of the Bible, they end up having their breakdowns, don't they? Indeed. Indeed. And uh, some of them are fairly lengthy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it's not a, an isolated phenomenon at all. No. In fact, afterwards, we were thinking about it, we were chatting, pretty much every single person in the Bible is broken. Some of them, as you say, Chris, quite fundamentally yeah. and deeply. Um, can you think of anyone in the Bible who, um, other than God, you're not allowed to cheat like that, yeah. uh, who is not broken? Now, as, as I said, I, the only, uh, only thing I can think of is Adam and Eve prior to the fall. Right. Um, but there's no one thereafter. I think everyone, if you, you Abraham, Moses, mm. David, you, Elisha, Elijah, the insecurity, all of these elements um, in there, in their, in their brokenness. But I think that's a wonderful thing because if you weren't broken, why need a God? Right. So right. <clears throat> when some people say, I don't need God because everything's okay, mm-hmm. uh, who are you feeling? Mm. Because if you really had a, uh, took time out, when you're left alone, when you're by yourself, when you think, when you sleep at night, you can find all the flaws pretty quickly. Mm. So mm. I think to acknowledge that we are, that we do need someone greater than ourselves. Mm. To actually assist us in our broken state. So the Bible is a book of broken people. It certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. You did touch on one thing there that I think probably, um, again, churches really grab hold of because it's a great sales pitch. If you're down, if things are bad, if you're broken, then come to the church and be healed. Yep. There's a whole lot more to it than that, isn't yep. there? And I reckon we miss that sometimes. We miss that it's not just about being healed or getting better or doing gooder. Yep. What is it about? I think well, just that point, I think, is interesting because it's not the white picket fence scenario. Come to Christ and everything's great. Uh, no, come to Christ and you'll, you'll have salvation and you'll end up in a place which will be great. Mm. But it empowers us and enables us to actually manage life more effectively. 
and the only the best learning tool in life is a challenge yeah or a failure uh to learn from other people solomon speaks of that proverbs talks about what i saw others doing Mm, mm. Uh, but solomon's greatest lessons was the ones he personally had himself i think that still applies to us for humanity so for us I think our brokenness is a wonderful thing mm. to rely on God, but also to to learn the lessons of how to be a better person to improve ourselves. Right. That's that again. That's really being, being hypercritical. That again has a glibness to it because I see people, and I know me, yep. and I know Chris, and I suspect yourself. Know myself. You yes. become a Christian, and the fan gets covered in stuff. You know, yep. that's when it actually starts to fall apart because now that you st- and in fact, as a Christian, you can just be sitting quietly in the church, but the moment you stand up and start to do stuff, you get buried, mm. and that's when it really starts to hurt. Well, that's so, because we are in a spiritual environment. Yeah, and we we measure our brokenness in a very natural environment, but right. we live in a spiritual environment, and there is an opposition, and it is there is the devil, and through his kingdom is highly opposed to what we stand for as a Christian. So when you go, yeah, I'm going to become, as you said, someone turn the fan on, <laughs> yeah. because that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Because it's we're not wrestling with our brokenness here. Mm. In our brokenness, the devil capitalizes and piggybacks on our brokenness yeah. to magnify problems and situations in our life. Mm. But to me, that's why the church is essential because you can't do it on your own. With mm. Christ, empowers you. Mm. But then you need other people who have been empowered yeah. to walk mm. with you <clears throat> yeah. to help you through on your journey, but actually manage your brokenness as you walk forward into the future. Yeah. So God's not only for healing is what you... Well, yeah. Yep, my word. Uh, to me, it's it's trying to get a greater understanding of who we are, mm. uh, understand our identity, mm. how to improve ourselves. Will you find perfection? No, you can't while there is sin in the world. Though. Mm. No way. Yeah. But I think we can improve our position in life. Mm. Do you think that's possibly because we as Christians and certainly as the church equate healing with fixing brokenness? Because I think that there's this idea oh, that we are broken yeah. and coming to Christ will make us whole, like yeah. the cracks were never there. Yeah. But I yeah. think uh, it's probably, and this is just a, a thought that I've had, have you ever seen there's that Japanese method of re- repairing pots where they yeah. put them back together, but they highlight Kintsugi. the... Is it? Yeah, I think that's well, kin- oh, kin- they kin- highlight the kin- cracks with kin- gold. With gold. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, yeah. the brokenness Resin. of the pot is never hidden. Yeah. Um, but the pot is able to fulfill the function that it was originally But it's actually set magnified for. and its, and it's yeah. beauty is highlighted. And I'm wondering, is this something that we get wrong? Is that, that we talk to people about their brokenness, and this is why non-believers perhaps get insulted when we say, well, you're broken and you need Jesus, because the implication is that somehow that we're not broken anymore. Yeah. But it, I think that's possibly a mistake. Yeah, because I think you are still broken as a, mm. as a Christian. Yeah, uh, because unfortunately, I have not been perfected into my state, in mm. which will only happen mm. outside of this this life and outside of this body. Unlike Chris, who is perfect, but uh, you know we know. Yeah, that. he told me that yeah, on the car yes. coming here, but it's not quite settling that. But way. Apparently, he's just he's just too humble to. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think. And, well, and, I always and, thought it was because I had so many cracks that yeah, I looked yeah, like yeah. gold oh, all over. I'm so broken, I must be perfect. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting <laughs> point that 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 that. We can't, you know, you need to be healed from your brokenness. But I think there's, there's all these little cliches that sort of hint that there's something else. And I think 
um, Switcher would have a song, the scars are where the light shines through. Yes. And yes. brokenness is actually, we see it, like you said, culturally we see it as a bad thing, mm. but maybe it's not a bad thing to be broken. Yep. Maybe mm. actually walking around, <clears throat> excuse me, with your scars visible almost, yep. mm. not boasting about them because that just... I mean, that's what social media is for. But just walking around being broken, it's okay to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- totally agree with that. I think to get more, as a Christian, to get more I guess, comfortable with your brokenness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, who am I? No, you're important. Yeah. And we're talking about that as one of those questions that, that you'd love to ask God. <laughs> he is so interested in my life and in my broken state that he wants to show me things that I own responsibility to mm. bring change. Yeah. Not he's going to turn, flip a switch and suddenly I'm all healed. Mm. No, no, no. I need to own my brokenness. I need to own my recovery. Whether you're working in the area of mental health, in which I have for many years, people who do get healed in mental health areas is because they own their mental yeah. health issue. Yeah. And they can walk with it. Yeah. They aren't removed from it. They learn to walk mm. with it. They mm. learn to walk with a limp but they're still walking and they're still moving. Okay, that's that's enough challenge for one podcast. I think <laughs> it's it's really it, it's really struck me that that that's um, the way churches operate. We've talked about this in the past. How the whole um, fire and brimstone was a great way of approaching people, and you know, and heaven is a place for wonderful like you know harps. You know, all of these sales pitches that we come up with, yeah. and I wonder whether healing from your brokenness is also a sales pitch that a church can use or that an individual can use for somebody who is broken if it's a sales pitch and we don't want to use it because as we've discussed maybe it's not the best way to to see ourselves what what how can we tell people that it's okay to be broken in this kingdom of god i just say it's just a fact of life and if you ask someone have you ever had a challenging moment have you ever made a poor decision. Have you? There are countless <laughs> things. Everyone have to say yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think to me, it's to earth the experience that in there, uh, we know that we could do something better, but usually we struggle. Yeah. So at becoming a Christian and asking Christ to step into my life, I'm asking someone who has got it together to step into my life to assist me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not actually take over. To assist me, to, to give talk, me the talk power me through it, mm. to make better decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other thing underlying, just as you said, this little spark went off. I mean, you know, Greg, here you go, Greg. What gives you the right to ask me, am I broken? Um, I think uh, you hang around someone long enough, you'll see their brokenness. Yeah. So, so to, so, me, to me, you've got to build. I, I don't go out and say, oh, you're all broken. Yeah. That'd be foolishness. I, I always bring it back to my journey. Mm. And there are people here could, who could identify with what I've walked through mm. and, and many other areas as well. So I think to speak to an audience who are broken, you have to bring it back that you do understand because you are willing to be vulnerable and share your mm. life. Mm. Not say you're broken, mm. I'm not. Yeah. That never works. Yeah. So we understand each other. Yeah. And if I reckon, we're real yeah. with each other. And that's, this, is, this is the thing that Chris is always banging on about. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much everything in the gospel comes down to relationship community. and community. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and you're right. If, I, if, I, if you're broken, Chris, if you're broken, 
So many, where do we start? Let's take that as a given. <laughs> where do we start? So if you're broken, I want you to be comfortable in that because I love you mm. and you're my brother and that's why. If I don't know you very well and I'm nervous about you and I, you, know, you scare me, um, I probably won't want to be close enough to care enough about you for you to be healed or to be comfortable in your brokenness. Because now I'm, I'm really starting to think about healed in your brokenness. That's, no, I'm not sure I want to think like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, I think accept your brokenness. Yeah. Help other people understand that we all have an area of whether challenge or you're mm. broken. Yeah. The word broken, you know, in some ways conjures up like I'm. It's loaded. Absolutely. Yes. A lot yeah. of luggage. Yeah. 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 So I don't want to portray that, but again, we've all got these challenges, and we keep doing some dumb stuff yeah. that keeps tripping us up, which we get disappointed about us. Mm. So I need someone else to help me with this. Yeah. And mm. ultimately, that's why Jesus came. Mm. To be able to say, I want to step into your life to empower you, to help you make better decisions. Yeah. And there's like better decisions. It's left up to us. Mm. It's not left up to him to do all the work. Mm. He's done the work, but yeah. now we need to embrace the work. Yeah. Perhaps we should use a term more like complete. We are incomplete. Yep. And with Christ in our life, he helps us move towards completion. But he doesn't actually do it for us. Correct. And we all know that until we die, reference the last podcast, um, <laughs> that we will never be complete. Right. So that's a, perhaps a, it's a journey of healing rather than looking for that, that snap, you are healed yeah. thing. It's a, a journey of becoming complete in yeah. our weakness. Yeah, and again, then we have to go back to the other podcast. We talked about prayer and healing and why it doesn't happen. My my brain hurts. (laughs) Greg, thank you so much for your time. It's been great. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there. And we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions.